This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, August 1st, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Complaints about minor spending cuts on schedule for next year's federal education budget are totally overblown, according to Neil McCluskey, Associate Director of the Cato Institute Center for Educational Freedom. He says education spending at the federal level should be cut by exactly 100%. Federal agencies are making a big deal out of sequestration. The Pentagon will be taking a $55 billion uh, hit. That is, I believe, about half of the cuts that would occur under sequestration. You're saying that uh, the Department of Education is also uh, kvetching about the uh, cuts that they'll have to deal with. There's been great wailing and gnashing of teeth, especially in the last week or so, uh, about cuts that will occur to many domestic agencies uh, under sequestration. And in particular, it's been linked mainly by Democrats to the fact that Republicans are saying we really need to block cuts going to the Department of Defense. And this has really opened things for the Democrats to say, well, if you're going to not cut that, you definitely can't cut these really important things like education programs. So last week, a subcommittee of the Appropriations Committee had a, a, a big hearing Uh, featuring Secretary of Education Arne Duncan talking about what will be the effects of sequestration on education if we have to go through with it. And he essentially painted it as a doomsday scenario for our children and our economy. And that just isn't held up by the evidence, either about the size of sequestration or the effect that we've had from the spending that we've done for decades on outcomes. What would be the nominal cut in, in spending? It's difficult to really come up with a number. What they're talking about, and strangely, there's still some debate about how big sequestration would be, which you would think would be a settled matter, but they're talking about about 7.8% of federal education spending will be cut. Now, some of that is actual cuts to programs. Some of that would be increases in things like fees for student loans. And there's not a, a clear line on how they would reach that, what would be cut versus what fees and things would be raised. So we don't know that. What we do know, though, is suppose it were all in cuts. Well, you're talking about 7.8% of Department of Education spending. And in the elementary and secondary level, which is what most people are concerned about, the federal government only provides about 10.8% of all funding. So that's less than a one percentage point decrease in spending. And we spend about about $600 billion overall in education. So, I mean, that could be a big dollar figure, but it's really small relative to the total amount that's spent because unlike defense, the federal government is not the primary provider of education. In fact, constitutionally, it shouldn't be providing anything in education because there's no such authority. Um, as a result, it is not a big at least in terms of money, a big player in education. Lots of rules and regulations, but not a whole lot of money. So that's the the, the size of the cut. So when you hear that this is going to be some massive uh, economy and child destroying, uh, slashing of spending on education, it just doesn't make sense once you work out those numbers. The even more important context for this, though, is that if you look at the last 40-some years of spending on education – Federal spending in real terms is well more than doubled on a per-pupil basis, uh, approaching tripling. When you look at all the money, so federal, state, and local, you 
again, have this humongous increase. If you look at staffing, you have far more teachers and total staff per pupil than you had 40 years ago. Yet the outcomes, at least as measured by the National Assessment of Educational Progress for 17-year-olds, so our final products, you know, kind of those high school seniors, completely flat. So what that tells you is we could have very large cuts in education spending at the federal level and state and local level, and it would likely have no negative impact on achievement because the, the mammoth increases have done nothing to increase achievement. So there are really two major things to take away from sequestration when you hear about its application education and you hear the doomsday talk and rhetoric is that sequestration itself, as far as we can tell, would actually be a very small cut to education spending. But looking at education spending over the last 40 years shows quite clear we, we could have a very big cut without negative consequences. In fact, the consequences would be probably positive because schools and districts and states would have to become more efficient than they are now. Now they're, they're bloated. They're obese. They have a, a, an almost deadly amount of waste that's attached to them that they never get rid of because it's politically difficult to do it. You don't want to make your teachers' unions mad, your administrators mad. You don't want people to think you're providing less education. So rather than doing the political difficult thing that they've needed to do for decades, we just give them more money and let them become even more morbidly obese. Neil McCluskey is associate director of the Cato Institute Center for Educational Freedom and author of the book Feds in the Classroom. You can get your copy at cato.org.